Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I want to welcome you to 93.7 and 98.1 FM, Tri-State Communications Sports Network. You're listening to Dragon Football Broadcast. I'm Tucker Green alongside my colleague Jess Walker, and we're very excited that football is in the air here in Pickens County. We're live tonight at uh, Old Mill House in downtown Jasper. We appreciate them hosting us here tonight and uh, very excited for our preseason show. We're going to get a first look uh, this year of the Dragon football team. We have uh, a great crowd here tonight of uh, coaches and players, their families and fans from across uh, Pickens County, and uh, we got a lot in store. We're going to get a, a look at some of the returning faces, some of the new faces, uh, kind of new region alignments and uh, opponents that we're going to be facing uh, it's going to be a really great show, uh, and uh, got a lot in store, uh, a lot of special guests here with us too tonight, Jess. Uh, we certainly do. I'm uh, First things first for me, I'm excited to be back for another season. We enjoyed it last year. Uh, we're glad to be back with Tri-State Communications this year, going uh, to all the home games, road games for the Dragons every Friday night. Uh, like Tucker mentioned, we've got several different things on the table tonight. Uh, there are plenty of storylines from the summer that will – gather and feed to y'all and we will talk to some coaches players get a little bit of insight on the dragon football like we've never got the opportunity to do before uh right. that's that's really what we're most excited about here tonight is doing something new for fans coaches players and their families and for us what is some of the personnel going to look like tonight just for the for, and this season for the dragon football team some of the returning folks and new folks alike well, that is one thing we are happy to be bringing back a lot, uh, not only a lot of players, a lot of production. There's a lot of guys on this team who have played a lot of varsity football. Four and five, average season they had, missed one game due to COVID. There were actually two cancellations. One was replaced. We missed our rival Gilmer for the first time since 19 – sorry, second time since 1957. And uh, that's one that we'll be getting back this year, and uh, a rivalry, rivalry will be renewed as they're back in our region. Yeah, talk a little about those that reclassification the Dragons experience like many schools across the state of Georgia and the new region in particular that they're going to see. It's going to get back to what probably a lot of people's parents and things are accustomed to, really more of the mountain, the old mountain region as many people knew it. That's what I'm most excited about is not just the reclassification and kind of how we could potentially be more competitive moving down a little bit. But I'm most excited about getting back to the mountain schools you talked about. We've got Gilmer, White, Lumpkin, Dawson, Wesleyan, which is doesn't quite fit that bill. We'll talk about right. them in a little bit. And uh, sorry, get my last my last squad here. Uh, West Hall. Uh, so they're they those last two kind of don't fit that bill, but the rest of them are kids that these players on this team should be familiar with. Teams right. they faced in middle school. Uh, we will talk with a group specifically later that won a championship in a sim similar league when they were in middle school. So I think they should definitely be looking forward to this new alignment. Well, and, and, and any time going into a new season, but particularly when you have a new classification, new region coming into play, it's hard to predict. There were some uh, projections that came out this past week that we were talking about, the Maxwell projections. How did that look for the Dragons? So the Maxwell projections, we're going to talk about these – in kind of a, a, a kind of give you the general idea of what they're doing. Uh, Lauren Maxwell is a former mathematician. He's actually the founder of Georgia High School Football Historian, which you and I both use a lot to get our statistics. Create, compiled this, I get, I, we can call it an algorithm type system based off of history with the team, weighing the most recent seasons the most heavily. 
So the Dragons this year, they're going to be coming in. I've got the Maxwell here. Look. They've got us projected about a 500 season, just like uh, we had last year, which makes a lot of sense given the weight of the algorithm. The way I would view this if I was a team, uh, if you are a student in school and you can go and give minimal to little effort and you can make a B, I kind of see that's what this Maxwell projection is like. Uh, there's the talent we might have on this team, but if you put forth the extra effort, do a little more studying, things like that, you can become an A student. I think this team has the ability to exceed with a little more effort from the players, getting after it in practice, the right moves by the coaching staff and that sort of thing. Yeah, I imagine some of the Dragon players and coaches we're going to talk to tonight on the show probably not going to agree with the Maxwell projections, but uh, at least we included it in there. Now, uh, this week they're going to the Dragons are playing their scrimmage game at home this Friday night, but the real season gets started next week, the 19th, on the road in Sonorville. Uh, tell us a little about the schedule, lay of land, and what's going to play out over the next uh, 10 weeks or so for Dragon football. So that was one thing I found interesting about the Maxwell projections is us and West Hall have similar projections. However, they give playoff percentages, outcome of the uh, likelihood that you would make the playoffs. We're at 71%. They're at merely 23 despite our win projections being at a decimal point away from one another. What that tells me is they see us succeeding better in the region play and kind of having a tough go of it non-region, kind of the opposite from last year. It's normal. They're a, they also – opposite of us we talked about reclassification we went from 4a to 3a they moved up from 3a to 4a so that could be a little bit of test we already know they have a stud tight end ridge red we won't go too much into him tonight this is about the dragons but remember that name you'll hear it later uh so sonorville will be a tough contest right off the bat follow that up north murray they are in the same boat as us they moved down from 3a to 2a so they'll be a smaller school and one I think we can have competitiveness with. Uh, they've had a good few seasons, but I, with a school smaller than us, that should give us an advantage. Uh, our next one, Labor Day weekend, we talked about mountain schools, and this one may not be in our region, but we're happy to have them back on the schedule, and that's Fannin County Rebels. Uh, another group that they play in middle school, have a lot of connections with, 30 minutes up 515, so it's Great that we can kind of renew that as well. And then we'll wrap up the non-region schedule with Christian Heritage, a single-A private school that stayed at single-A, and I think that's another win winnable game for us. It'll be good. It's going to be a good season. And uh, coming up after this commercial break, we're going to talk to a man that's going to be a big part of that, one of the new faces here uh, on this Dragon football team, Scott Hamilton, the new offense coordinator for the Dragons. Uh, hope you'll stay tuned with us. We'll be right back on 93.7 and 98.1 FM. You're listening to Dragon Football on Tri-State Communications Sports Network. Feed all the hungry people in your family at Culver's of Jasper. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Jasper is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Jasper, just in front of Walmart. Welcome back to 93.7 to 98.1 FM. Uh, you're listening to the Dragon Football Preseason Show. I'm Tucker Green, again alongside Jess Walker. Again, want to thank Old Mealhouse here in downtown Jasper for hosting us for tonight's preseason show. We're excited to be back. 
Uh, and with us now is the new offensive coordinator for the Pickens Dragon football team, Scott Hamilton. He's joined the staff after uh, Aaron Nola left the team. Uh, I just quoted a baseball player. I did this last <laughs> season, too. I did the exact same thing. <laughs> Aaron Nance, my apologies, Aaron Nance left to go to Flowery Branch. So he's no longer with the Dragon team. And Coach Hamilton has joined. Uh, Coach Hamilton has uh, a lot of experience coaching football, been around a long time. Uh, and Making including, sound old. I, I know, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but including even a stint as a uh, head coach for uh, nearly 10 years, I think. 10 but, years. Um, coach, if you could, just for the Dragon fans out there, maybe tell us about you and your career and what brought you to Pickens at this point in it. Okay. Well, I guess what I, I've been on what they call the uh, – one well, of my friends called it Ed Dudley. He coached at, um, at Habersound Central. said that I've been on the Stay and See Georgia tour. So, I've been – I've coached in a lot of places. Um, I've had a lot of experiences. I've coached everything from one and nine teams to call plays at state championship. Uh, like I said, I've been head coach for 10 years, uh, Paulding County, Mount Zion, uh, helped turn those programs around. Um, and I got to the point where, you know, I could retire, and I do have a fifth-grade son who's over sitting over there looking at my phone right now. Um, I retired and worked at private school last year at Mount Pisgah Christian, which I really enjoyed the private school. I really wasn't looking for another job at the time. Um, and then me and Grant, Coach Myers had a mutual friend, and they – and he called me and said, hey, would you be interested in talking to him about the job? I said, well, I don't know, you know. And I said, yeah, have him call me, you know, because you always listen to people talk. And so Coach Myers called me, and, uh, we, you know, we kind of talked a little bit, and he wanted me to come up here and meet. And then um, it just kind of, you know, after seeing what he was doing and how it worked out, I got to go 49% during the school day, which was a big deal because I got to spend more time with my son. Obviously, in the morning I take him to school and things. But also, I teach uh, I teach self-contained special ed too, which is kind of a I really enjoy that. So in private school, obviously, you don't have those opportunities. So I get to work third and fourth block with the special ed community, at Pickens County, which I really do enjoy. So that kind of that's the things that kind of got me here. I got you. Right, right time, right place, I guess, for your career. And- yeah, it, it really perfect too. My wife's also a first year teacher in, in Bell's Ferry and Cobb. We live in Woodstock, so I get on five seventy five and go north. And I, after I take been to school, and then she goes south. So it was kind of like a perfect storm for her to get to work and things, and me to be able to, like I said, spend more time, get up with Ben, take him to school, and do those things. So it worked out perfectly. Well, so far, I know still early, but how does coaching at Pickens thus far compare to other places, other stops along your career? You know, I told Coach Myers this the other day, and I guess one of the things I guess any point, Coach Myers is looking for an older guy to come in to kind of uh, things happen again and again and again and again. I can kind of say, hey, man, this is going to happen this way when it ha- this happens. This is what happens next just because those events are kind of like consistent in football. Um, and I, the commonality of programs that win are the same and the commonality of programs that lose are kind of the same. So after getting up here and see, the most thing that impresses me is what a job that Coach Wharton and Coach Myers have done in the weight room. Our kids are very strong, very physical, because that's where you, you know, everything starts, because that's where the kids get invested in the program. They got to spend time in there. It's that sweat equity. And I always tell them, it's like, it's like buying a car. When your parents buy your first car, you're not worried about, you know, it may you wreck it, you may burn your tires up, you're going to drive it like a fool. You buy your car, it also becomes a different deal. Hey, don't, don't, don't bring that drink in here. Don't do that in here. It's right. my car. So that's that investment of weight room has turned around. I've been really impressed with that so far because that translates the wins on the football field because they're not going to quit in the fourth quarter and they put all that time in there. They're not going to quit after game two if they have a bump in the road because they got all that time invested in it. 
So I think that's the thing that's kind of impressed me the most about. And that was and it was that way at Carrollton. It was that way at McIntosh County Academy when we played for the state championship. It was that after a few years at Paulding County got to be that way. That's one of the common outs you've seen the programs that win. From an X's nose standpoint, uh, last year Nance had a modern, wide open, a lot of mo- pre-snap motion, that sort of thing, spread offense. What? How does yours compare to that? Well, I've coached everything under the sun in football. Um, Paul and Cannon, we threw the ball a ton. I had uh, Tony Gandy Golden, who just retired from the Commanders, playing wide out. Uh, another kid in the CFL, Deontay Ruffin. So we threw the ball a lot with them guys, you know. Um, well, Coach Myers called me and said, hey, so I'm going to preface this. I want to go back and run um, what Coach Parker did 2018, kind of 19. Okay. So if anything goes wrong this year, I want y'all to call Human Resources, Pickens County Board of Education. <laughs> it is, it is Chris Parker's fault. <laughs> now, if it goes well, it's good, but <laughs> so if we, if we, if it's fixed, it's called Sam Wington Wharton. He told me all the things that he did wrong back then. So, so, so matter what, he's a lose first. lose situation for Chris. Huh? Yes, but. <laughs> It kind of fit in what, no, I grew up playing the wing. I played at McEachern High School. I played for Jeff Heron and Jimmy Dorsey. Jeff Heron was my defense coordinator. Uh, multiple state championships, obviously. Cam McCanny still still runs a wing tee under center. Um, I've been around some serious. So, so it's kind of fit in, really, this is my wheelhouse. Not only was it the perfect teaching situation, what he did is what I know the most about. I, mean, I understand Preds' concepts. When I was at Roswell, I was off the line coach at Roswell. We were, you know, gap scheme, RPO, and really good at it. Um, we beat Milton the year they won it, I want to point out, because I still don't like Milton. Y'all, I feel like Milton, but how y'all feel like Gilmer, or I guess how I feel like Gilmer now. And um, so, you know, that our big thing is going to the difference is we'll be extremely multi-formational. That's the okay. thing you kind of know. It's a lot of unbalanced sets, lots of tight ends, lots of wing backs. And the big thing is gap scheme. We'll be predominantly more you block this guy. Whereas one thing is, and I notice this running zone teams, I would say your teams are soft, but the linemen have to be more analytical. And when they think, they're not quite as aggressive. So with this, those linemen are really going to be able to kind of let loose. I down block that guy. It's not as complicated as that. So that kind of, I think that really fits into some of the things they've done in the weight room into what we're doing. Now, since we're in, still in the shotgun, we're still going to be able to throw the RPO game. And okay. do, I think we're going to do some – what I hope to see is unique things. Because some of this is kind of blending together some of the things that have evolved in football. Like what I've done the last few years to what I did in 2001 when we were at Carrollton under center, you know, running the ball 95% of the time. But with the, in the gun, we're still – I was kind of curious. I told Grant, this is going to be working process a little bit. I want to see what fits. You know, like – obviously you'll say, we're going to run the double handoff, which I don't see a lot of people do anymore. But it's, like, been the best thing we've done all summer. Like we have – Scored multiple times at Warner Robins, and we went down there to Perry Camp, and the successful run against some of the better teams in the state. So I'm kind of excited to watch how it all blends together as it comes along. So, you know, I think we got some of our kids, we're going to be able to – I think what we're going to do is we're going to dictate coverages, we're going to dictate alignments, we're going to be able to put our best linemen on their worst linemen. We're also going to be able to take our best skill kids and put them on, you know, Isaiah, Marcus, I hate mentioning kids because you always forget somebody. Colby, we're going to get to outside matchups as well. Because when the box becomes non-integrity, we're going to be able to run the football. But when they are sound of the box and they pack it, we're going to be able to throw the football outside, exploit some matchups. So one of the questions I had that was going to be interesting to me, and I think the answer is going to be no or not very much, is if you have an untrained eye, let's say, in the stands, let's say aunt and uncle come to the game, 
they came some last year. Your offense is not going to look that much different to no. average Joe. No, okay. it's not. We'll buy, we might run the ball a little bit more at times, um, but I have figured out a long time ago it's not really what I want to do. It's what the kids are able to do. So the, it caught the offense in game one will be much different than it is in game three, even game six. Because, you know, to me, offense is a progression. We have to put something in. And what we what – we, what the personality of the offense becomes, we will build off of those things. You know, if we're really good at buck sweep, obviously we'll run waggle and trap and do things to complement that. Though the RPO off buck, which we've been – has looked really good for us so far. If it's more power kicking out things and three backs, we will put more things that complement that scheme. So, it's time we know we got we got our base in, and now we're going to see what all the – what flavors we need to add. Kind of like making a salad. Right. You know, like I had the, our pizza. This is, you know, better for this year. This will be better next year. So, but I'm excited about where this is kind of headed. Yeah, so are we. I think uh, it will be interesting to see the contrast in styles. And like I said, I guess it's not quite as many as I was expecting. Uh, I was – I listened – we mentioned Coach Parker earlier, Chris Parker. I listened to Grant and uh, his – Chris's podcast where Grant was on uh, and just what I'd gathered for that. Uh, the run was really going to be a focus. And not that it wasn't in the spread game last year, but uh, just kind of you're still going to stay in the shotgun, still going to be wide open kind of thing. Yeah, it will be. You know, we're still going to throw RPOs and still be able to throw the ball, still get four verts and those things. It's just we're going to be able to – we're going to kind of dictate a little bit. Now i phrase this. It's not like – the spread is not a negative. So, I mean, a lot of people are very good at it. But the spread, this is this I've seen this time and time again. You get good at it, you're going to force people, they're going to go man coverage because you're throwing RPOs. If you can't beat people in man coverage, you know, you're, you ain't, can't run the box because they got six, and now they're locked up man out there, and you can't win the one-on-ones, you're in trouble. And that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the death of all the – the spread teams are good. The ones that win it have they – got, they got four skill guys that you can't – you know, that you can't cover, like they beat you in a matchup somewhere, or their offensive line is so good that they can just they mash you. I th- so I think what's going to happen with us is we're going to be able to make people play a certain way. Like I think we're going to dictate, hey, if you when you do this, when lapping double wings and things, they'll have to have a force player. And I think, and being an old guy, kind of like, I'm kind of very interested in seeing this the evolution of football. There's this whole generation of people we're going to play that haven't really seen some things we're, we're going to do. It's going to be new to them, but it's the same thing we've done 20 years ago. But right. they've got to come up with a plan to kind of how they want to do these things. Right. Hopefully that, hopefully that me and my much older coach Wig over there that we'll be able to predict those things and be kind of step ahead of everybody else. Hope her, had to use the old term. Hope we're playing. Chess when they're playing checkers. Good. Last, last question for you: Where can we expect to see you on Friday night? You're going to be in the press I won't be box. In the box. In, I'm the box. in the box. Yes, sir. That's. Uh, I told. I kind of told Grant. I, we could do it either way. Um, we have a very good offensive staff. All the guys. You know. One thing I was about with Coach Wigginton, who's been, you know, staple of Pickens County forever. You know, Coach Shaw, um, Coach Lang, running back coach, and Coach Mack. Uh, I was asking Loudermilk, which some of y'all remember, his dad was the head coach here, you know, a long time ago. I guess me and him, his dad. In fact, his dad was uh, West Georgia when I was there, so his dad's just a little bit older than I am. Um, but I think they're going to be able to run the sidelines very well. It's going to be, you know, and Coach Goss, I'm forgetting him. They're going to be able to handle the sidelines. And that's, you know, part of it is, too, is like I said, it's not like what I do. 
it's what we all do together. And I think that they're going to be able to handle those things. And I'll be in the box and kind of see stuff and help manage things up top a little bit easier. So right. I think it's a good. I think we have a very good set, a very good staff. You know, you know, I make fun of Chris Park. He's done a very good job helping, you know, helping Coach Myers and everybody get people on staff because that doesn't happen everywhere else. That's something Pickens County people should be appreciative. You know, like when I was at Roswell in 2018, you know, we went, not, you know, nine and two or whatever. We got beat. We had beaten first round our tailback towards ACL, but we had we had six varsity coaches coaching seven eight football. So you should be appreciative that we have a whole staff here teaching. You know, mostly in the building. Right, you know, so it was, it was very hard for us. You know, you have 110 kids, and we're after six guys, and it was so. Be appreciative of what you have here in Pickens. You know, people doing things the right way. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining the show. Appreciate your insight. Wish you good luck this season. Well, thank you. I'm excited about it. I really am. We're looking forward to it. We are. We thank are. You. Well, stay with us here on 93.7 and 98.1 FM. On the other side of this commercial, you'll get the first uh, look at some of the Dragon football players. The seniors will be joining us on air. Stay with us. Piedmont Mountainside Hospital has been a leader of quality medical care in Georgia with the second longest straight A leapfrog rating in the state for 14 consecutive years and consistently ranking in the top five Atlanta hospitals in patient excellence. Piedmont offers a wide range of services and specialties, including imaging, cardiac rehabilitation, and general surgery to meet the acute and long-term needs of the community. In addition, Piedmont Mountainside offers 24-hour emergency and intensive care in Jasper and in LJ. Choose Piedmont Mountainside. Real change lives here. Welcome back to Tri-State Communication Sports Network. You're listening to the Dragon Preseason Show. Again, I'm Tucker Green alongside Jess Walker, live from the Mule House in downtown Jasper. Uh, we're joined now by four senior Dragon football players. We have uh, Gabe Neal playing wide receiver and cornerback, Trey Fields, middle linebacker, Bryson Callahan, the center for the Dragons, Mason Powell playing both sides this year, outside linebacker, and getting some reps at running back. So glad to have all four of you on. Uh, I know this has got to be exciting uh, football season for uh, you as uh, seniors this year, and uh, uh, it's going to be here before you know it, and, and uh, it's going to be a, be a fun season, I think, with a new, uh, new region, new alignment. Um, why don't we start with you, Mason. Tell us just a little about what it means being a part of this football team, being a senior on the team, uh, and how you kind of try and assume uh, that leadership role uh, for the team being a senior. Well, ever since I've been little, I've always played around football and I've always wanted to be a Dragon, and now it's, I guess, my time to start lead the team and be look up and look at the people watching the game instead of watching the game. You're playing now, so that's kind of what it means, something special. Not everyone gets to do it. It's just what I've looked forward to. Very good. Uh, now, Mason, I guess for you a little specifically, too, we, we're uh, going to see you some more on offense this year, I think, than we did last year. Yes, sir. Uh, how has that adjustment been for you? It's been good. Last time I played any offense was probably my sophomore year. I didn't play any last year, so this is just a more like a refresher than you know a new beginning. So it's just like getting back into the old habits of playing both sides of the ball. Great, very good. All right, Bryson. Uh, Bryson, I guess same kind of thing for you. Uh, being being a part of the uh, offensive line, at critical role as a center for the Dragon football team. What's what's it like going into your senior year? So going into my senior year, it's my second or my third year starting. So I've had time to get used to Friday night lights, and to be center, you have to like be the, like the captain of the O line. So I just been like taking that leadership of being able to tell all the other O linemen what to do and what the play is and how to do their jobs and everything. Very good. Very good. 
Yes, you want to go ahead. I'll ask Trey a question here, Trey. So not only we've talked about leadership, talked about that you guys are seniors, but y'all are actually voted leadership council. What are some of those uh, duties or how do you see your role as far as that goes? Um, there's quite a few duties that we have going into leadership. We have to, we are addressed with the problems that come from the team, within the team, and we also are there to help out and we're looked as a role model and as an example of what Pickens football is supposed to be like. And I'm sure every single one of you do a great job uh, embodying that uh, definition of what leadership council is. Finally, we'll get Gabe in here. He got skipped, got skipped in the path. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. As a, being your final season, what are maybe some career-long goals or even just some season goals that you look to accomplish this year? Uh, I definitely want to be all-region, yeah, DB for sure, receiver. Uh, I'm behind one of my fellow teammates, Marcus, but, you know, I'm still going to get a lot of reps in there, and hopefully uh, at DB I can shine and just do my thing out there. Yeah, good. Tucker. All right, uh, we'll start with Mason. Now we're going to have some fun, Get let the uh, fans get to know you a little better. One question will go to all four. We'll just go down the line. So any pregame rituals you got to share? Not really. No pregame rituals for you? Okay. Um, maybe just a handshake with my teammates. That's about it. Maybe maybe a little bit of dancing in there because I just like to dance. A little dance, dance before the game. Yeah, All right. that's All about right. it. Bryce? I just like to hang out and talk to my friends and just help get rid of, like, all the pregame jitters. Uh, mainly just sit in silence and focus on what my job is supposed to do and don't worry about it. That's my style as well. That was me playing uh, – I didn't play football, but basketball, that's I'm not dancing, anything like that, not knocking it or anything. Just I, I, I hear you on that one. Um, Gilmer, they're back in the region. We missed it last year, so I know uh, hopefully I, I can't imagine that we run into any of the cancellation type stuff this year. I hope I don't jinx us by saying that. But uh, how glad are you all to get one last look at them before you graduate? Well, for them being our rival, it's like a very important game. And this year – it's going to be our senior night, so it just makes okay. that much more important. Yeah. So for me, for it being my last hoorah, I guess, at Pickens. It's a big deal. Yeah. Trey? I think it's just all about tradition. We've played them for years, and we've always beat them, so I'm hoping we just go back out and do it again. Give it to Gabe. And then I, I kind of I want your answer on this as well. What is a high schoolers varsity team? I know we didn't get them last year. What's y'all's record against Gilmer? you know uh a lot to none i know that <laughs> i got you i got you anyways you're at, uh, how excited are you to have them back and that sort of thing well they ran from us last year but i don't think there's any way they can get away and i'm just excited to play my rival and just dominate yeah, yeah i'm excited because first time we get to play them in a while and you know like gabe said they've been running and we haven't been running they have so it's just good to get back and you know tune them up a good bit yeah, we're uh, both looking forward to that game. I, that's news to me that it was senior night, so it's even an extra element to add on to that. Tucker? That Pickens-Gilmer rivalry is always uh, uh, a big deal, not to go back on my glory day, so to speak, but I remember we had lost about five years in a row against Gilmer, and it, uh, junior, my junior year of high school, Chris Parker was head coach. It was Halloween night at home, and um, we unveiled black jerseys and uh, played back in black as we come out, and we, we won that game. And we've been beating them for quite some some time now. So hopefully y'all keep that going again this year, getting to see them on the field. Um, 
How about uh, it's Friday night pregame? What are you listening to? What's 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 the music going in your AirPods? Mostly some country music. Is country what I music. To. All right, country music, Mason. I like it. Maybe this rap music. I feel like it just gets me pumped up and like just gets me ready to go. It makes me want to hit somebody, I guess. We got some like hip hop slash rap going on in the locker room. Mainly just some rap music, but other than that, nothing really. Uh, last one, I'll ask y'all. Kind of a tricky one. Uh, what do you expect your record to be this season? What, what is uh, unacceptable for you to be below? Definitely below um, not being able to go to the playoffs. Okay, that's good. So, my goal is I want to win the region, so anything less than that is it's no good. I would say under seven wins because I just feel like our team's capable of achieving more wins than that, and that's just me. You going to one-up him and say eight? Oh, no. I'm yeah. going, I like seven. Seems like a, a good number to go by. We don't want to go back to the under 500 or 500 wins. We don't want that. We want plus that. So we're just looking for a new year. And we're expecting that as well. Expecting a good season for you guys. Good answers. Guys, we appreciate it. Wish you good luck this season. Hope we're uh, calling your uh, number out a lot for good things, no bad things this this season. So, uh, wish you good luck. I know y'all do well helping lead this team and uh, got a lot of uh, potential here. So, it's, it's going to be an exciting season. Uh, stay with us here on 93.7 and 98.1 FM. On the other side, we're going to talk to an old staple uh, now around uh, – Pickens uh, Athletics, Coach Adam Morton, defense coordinator, is going to join us and some of the uh, defensive players uh, when we come back on the other side. Stay with us. The word community means everything to the people of Community Bank of Pickens County. Community is much more than a name to the owners and staff. They're proud to be the area's only locally owned and operated bank and have a staff that lives in our area. They've continued to offer in-person service at both of their full-service locations while also offering you the latest online banking technology. Community Bank of Pickens County saying go Dragons during this 22 football season. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Tri-State Communications Sports Network. You're listening to the Dragon Football Preseason Show. I'm Tucker Green alongside uh, Jess Walker, and we've been joined uh, and during this segment by defensive coordinator for the Dragons, Adam Wharton, and uh, two of his de- defensive players. we got Kobe Brooks and Jack Flat with us uh, on the show now. Coach, uh, you lost your mind just a little. I won't beat <laughs> you up too much. You went, you went to the town north for just a little I while. Did. but but you found your sense and came back and got in the right colors. I did. Uh, you, uh, you've been around now, I guess, this gosh, year, 15 years this probably? Is, uh, this is year 14. Year 14. At, at Pickens for me. Uh, yes, year 14 at Pickens. Year 14, little break in between, but he's back now. D.C., yep. just tell us a little bit about what this place means to you and, and – uh, ability to be a I part mean, of I, this coaching staff. What's funny is, you know, we're, we're going through right now uh, pre-practice and post-practice of coaches are getting to talk about, you know, what why do you coach here? And the first thing I said the other day to the, to the players was, like, this is home. I'm not from here, but I've been here so long that I am from here. I, I met my wife here. Um, you know, we've got a little boy now. And, and her family is deeply entrenched here in Pickens County. And, you know, this is, this is what I know. It, it reminds me so much of where I grew up um, back home. And so that was my number one thing of this is home. Um, I did leave for two years. And, 
you know, what's funny is I told the players this, this same thing, that one of the hardest, or it was the hardest Friday night coaching um, in my two-year absence when I went to another school was when I was on the visiting sideline at Dragon Stadium. It wasn't just any given Friday night. It was coming back to Pickens and being on the visiting sideline uh, was just a very, very odd feeling. And, and uh, getting to come home was a blessing. And, and truly appreciate everybody that was involved with that and, and just love being back, man. Well, we're, I know Dragon Nation is glad to have you back. But. So we spent a lot of time with Scott on scheme. And one of the things about football, especially from an average fan's point of view, I think that doesn't really get talked about on the defensive end as much as what style of offense do you run is what you hear a lot, but you never really hear it about on the defensive end. So tell us – kind of your game plan as far as that goes and, uh, you know, blitz heavy versus playing a little more conservative, that sort of thing? Uh, we base out of a 3-3 a stack. So we've got three inside backers, two outsides, uh, and we play a, a three secondary with two corners, one safety. And we can do a lot of different things out of that. Uh, if you want to talk about if I like blitzing more or, or anything else, we would really like to be really good at playing base defense. Like kids being able to line up. Uh, like our main focus is, one, getting lined up to the formation. Because if we, if we can get lined up to the formation, then there's a lot of other things we can do off of that. And, and if our kids are good at playing their base assignment, it actually makes blitzing easier when we want to versus feeling like we have to blitz. And so it, it's usually a week-to-week basis. You know, a lot depends on what the offense that we're going against does and what we see on film and then what do we feel comfortable doing. And so – you know, that, that's, that's really the base of it. Um, we can look, we can easily transition into uh, what would people, people would consider like a traditional 50 with a two safety look versus a one safety look. Um, we could easily transition into a four down if we needed to, like sub somebody in, put an extra D lineman in. And, and we've also got a situation where, you know, we, we walk our outside backer up and he's our fourth guy on the line of scrimmage. So there's a lot of different things we're able to do out of that. And, and so we're really, really blessed with that. Let me bounce it to you guys here a little bit. So, Jack, tell us about we your uh, upcoming senior as well, correct? Yes, Thought I had that right. So we talked to those guys a lot about uh, leadership and what that means to you. Let's get a little bit of that from you as well. Um, I think it's really important to, like, show the freshmen and, the, like, underclassmen how important it is to uh, – just do what you're told and be patient if you're not getting any like a lot of reps during practice or in games or anything because that's what happened with me I haven't I haven't played since this year and so now I'm starting and so I think patience is a big thing for underclassmen and so that's what we're trying to show them gotcha all right Kobe uh one of the questions I guess we got for you just tell us about how you fit in this season uh, as far as your role as specifically to defensive back. I know you do some other things as well. You can touch on those. But uh, just tell us a little bit about where you fit and kind of some goals you have in that role this season. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to get better at uh, safety because uh, I've been playing corner about all my life. I've never played the, the back, back end. Right. And uh, so it's just uh, got to re- make different reads, to make them quicker. And just I cover the whole so that, field instead yeah, of one side. Yeah, that's kind of a big yeah. – uh, not a huge adjustment. You're still yeah. a defensive back, but a fairly big adjustment from one season to the next, a position change. Yeah. So do you want to bring on front seven fellas now? 
Well, Ken, I just wanted to point out something, too, with these two guys specifically. Both, both of these players have been around this program for, for quite a while. I remember uh, Jack's dad, a former coach, now in a different role in the school system. I remember Jack being a little boy, uh, seemed like a little boy. I guess you were a little boy, uh, around practices and hanging out, playing football down the field. Colby's brother played football. His sister's a cheerleader. Uh, so y'all been around this program for a long time. It's been an important part of your family. I guess for y'all, what, what does it mean being a part of this Dragon program? Uh, it means everything to me. Uh, all my clothes have diamond P on it, from hand-me-downs to any of the new stuff I get in high school. Uh, yeah, just uh, I big shoes to fill for my brother. He played defensive back, so I just try to match him or do better. So uh, it definitely means a lot to me. I mean, football, I've been around it my whole life, like you said. Uh, it started before my dad even came here. Like, he's been coaching forever, and he stopped a couple years ago. And I always just want to, like, make him proud and all that because it means everything to me to know that I'm making him proud playing the sport that he's been around his whole life. That's good stuff. Well, guys, y'all are doing, uh, doing a good job representing the Diamond P. I can tell you and wish you – Good luck this season. We'll uh, transition, bring on a couple of the front seven guys now, but we appreciate y'all and wish y'all good luck this season. If y'all want to y'all want to tell them, come on over, and we'll uh, we'll get we, Coach we, Wharton another yeah. coach while y'all swap. All right? Thank you, Phyllis. That's some good guys you got there on your defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah. Now, Kobe, Kobe's outstanding, and, and Jack, like you were talking about, I mean, I, I got to coach Kobe's older brother. Uh, Caleb and I remember Jack when Jack was about five years old yeah. when his dad was on staff and you know uh, uh, I can remember seeing Jack over there in the open part of the practice field by himself just playing catch with himself throwing the ball up and chasing it and uh, it, it's it's been pretty neat seeing these guys grow up and now they're they're here they're seniors and um, you know it seems like a lot of time's gone by and it comes up quick it does it does Jess, you want to go ahead right, with our new? We got Will, two. we've swapped out. We went from some defensive backs to a couple of guys on the front seven. If you'll just introduce yourself, let us know your positions and uh, maybe some goals you have for this season. Uh, I'm Kale Deering, and I play outside backer. And basically, I just want to win as many games as possible, go deep in the playoffs this year. Hey, my name's Caleb Nicholson. I play defensive line. And the same thing with him. I just want to win as many as we can. Keep going. So, Caleb, uh, you're on the line. I, if I recall, you had uh, some standout plays last year and a few sacks. How do you look to build on that this year? Just keep working hard. At least work, one more. Uh, a lot more than one. <laughs> uh, just work hard every, every day and just getting better. We talked to uh, the other guys earlier about Gilmer specifically, but – how do you feel about the new region and getting all the mountain schools? You should be used to those playing middle school here, and how's that going to be maybe seeing some of the same faces again? You know, I think it's going to be really fun seeing some of the new, some of the same faces again. I think getting some good old rivalries back up, you know, playing some same faces, you know. I think it's going to be really fun this year. Guys, uh Tell me, uh, of course, Friday nights is such a big part of your lives, probably for any high schooler for the most part. What is your what is your favorite part of Friday night atmosphere? Friday night? I'd say it's just the noise and being just being part of a team. I mean, being with my teammates on the sideline, knowing they have my back and I have their back on Friday night. I mean, that's the whole part, just being a family. 
Man, really, it's about all the excitement, going out there, hitting people, partying after in the locker room after we win, and just having fun. I'm glad you specified partying in the locker room after. That was, that was good save there, Caleb. But uh, we uh, wish you guys good luck. I think you're going to have a good season. Hope we're uh, calling you all out, uh, your number out a lot on the broadcast. Uh, appreciate you all uh, being with the show and wish you good luck. Uh, Coach, I do want to ask you, and this has been several years ago, but I remember you having some kind of rituals, routines on, on Fridays. You needed, to, <laughs> you needed to walk a certain way. You needed to do certain things in a certain order. Are yeah. you still uh, uh, have uh, those pre-rituals as much? It, it's probably, a little, bit probably a little bit different ritual. If I remember right, you know, I mean, we all got certain jobs we got to do on Friday, and you, you were my helper once upon a time <laughs> with one of those um, – jobs but uh you know one thing's you you move up the chain and uh some of your duties change so i don't have that duty that we had before of, of getting the officials locker room ready but i do know this man i mean i'll, I'll jump in and help anybody do whatever needs to be done on friday because it's so busy and stressful uh i do believe that the quicker you get things done the quicker everybody can kind of have a moment to sit back and relax and get ready to just prepare for what's taking place at 7 30 right. but uh you know those same rituals aren't there anymore, but I, I know I do have a different, a different set of things I go through. Um, but that's just the way I am, man. Right, that's right. I'm wired. I hear you. Good stuff. Well, coach, we appreciate you. Appreciate all you do appreciate for this you guys. program, and uh, look forward. Good luck this season, and uh, we'll be we'll be there covering y'all all season long, cheering y'all on. So hey, we appreciate it. Thank you guys appreciate for doing this. Thank you. Absolutely appreciate y'all. Stay with us on Tri-State Communication Sports Network. We'll be up back on the other side. We'll be talking Thanks, to some more folks. of the offensive guys, O-line and offensive skill players. Again, stay with us, 93.7 and 98.1 FM. Feed all the hungry people in your family at Culver's of Jasper. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Jasper is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Jasper, just in front of Walmart. Back now on Tri-State Communication Sports Network, I'm Tucker Green alongside Jess Walker. Back with the Dragon preseason show here at the Old Mule House in downtown Jasper. Joined now by a uh, longtime coach here in, in Pickens County, uh, Coach Sam Wigington. Done a number of roles for this program, stepped up any way he could. Uh, currently coaching offensive line and assistant head coach, right? Yes, and then we also have two members of the O-line with us, Aiden Baum and Charlie Joe Fleming, both seniors as well. Uh, and glad to have uh, them on. I guess I just want to start with you, Coach, uh, especially your history with the program, uh, and just talk a little about, about what it means, what this program means to you, and how you've maybe seen things progress from earlier in your career to where things are now. Well, I've been very fortunate to be here as long as I have. Um, you know, we've, it, I've, had, I've had many people ask me before, like, how, how have I stayed here as long as, as I have? And, you know, the simple answer is it's home. Um, you know, I played here. I've been fortunate to coach here, and uh, you know, it's just it's just a place that I really, really enjoy living and, and everything. So, um, you know, as far as I've, I, I was sitting there talking to the team the other day because Coach Myers was talking about this. You know, he's having he's had a couple coaches come up talking about you know why you coach, and you know, I've been involved in Pickens football in one way or another since about 1988. So. You know, I, I've seen I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows, and uh, 
you know, it's, it's been a very fun experience, and um, I'm excited about this group as much as I have been in a long time because I, I believe we can do some really, really good things this year. Good. I don't want to take away anything away from the players. I know you mentioned you're excited about this group, but you've coached with a lot of coaches and a lot of coaching staffs over the years as well. What is something special you could highlight about this staff versus just something that stands out about them versus all the other groups you've coached with? Um, you know, ever st- I've, I've coached with a bunch of coaches. You know, I really enjoyed working with Coach Parker. Um, you know, I, I enjoy working with Coach Myers. This staff's a little bit, little bit different. We are a little younger, um, but, you know, we were able to bring uh, Coach Hamilton along, who has got a tremendous amount of experience. Um, he was, you know, he's able to, he's been a head coach before, and, you know, he, he's really helped us as far as with some of the day-to-day kind of things that, you know, goes on. And, and uh, he is, he's, been very, he's been very good for me because, you know, I'm an O-line guy. I've coached O-line forever. Uh, and, you know, the old saying goes, if you can coach O-line, you can coach anything. And uh, he's, you know, he, he's an O-line guy at heart, and I really enjoy working with him. But as a whole, our staff this year, you know, I believe he really rounds it out very well. Um, and uh, he's done an excellent job for us. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go from you and you guys on this one. O-line stereotypically is kind of big, muscly, strong, uh, meathead type but it's a very mental game, especially for the center, but for all five of you guys as well. Kind of explain all the mental tasks that go into linemen while both pregame and during the game. Um, the biggest thing is we try to, you know, you're exactly right. The, the, it, the, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, the kids, it's hard to play O-line if, if a kid hasn't played in the past, you know, like – we get some kids that come out as juniors and seniors, and it's hard for those kids to play because there is a definite skill set that those kids have to develop. Like, like for example, Charlie Joe and Aiden have been playing O-line in some form and fashion since they were, you know, 11, 12 years old. So they have got a lot of, you know, a lot of tools in a toolbox, you might say, that, that they, you know, unless you've played it, unless you've done it, it's hard to sit there and replicate that. Um, the other thing is we try to make it simple for them. You know, we don't – you know, we're, we're not reinventing the wheel or anything, but, you know, we try to have, you know, few blocking schemes, and we just try to do those few blocking schemes as well as we possibly can. They probably get tired at practice us doing the same thing over and over and over again. But, you know, we feel like the better we get at those minimal tasks, per se, the better we'll be. Coach mentioned you played for a long time. You would say kind of instinct has a lot to do with that then. yeah okay um and i've i've uh i've played for three years and uh coach wig he's taught me a lot he wasn't here my first uh what two years i took a i took a sabbatical yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sabbatical. he wasn't here and he came back and when he came back i kind of learned learned a little more about o-line than i had before and um just technique wise and just learning about it more and more right so I'll change the question up a little bit for you. You mentioned you played both guard and tackle. Kind of go, what's separate duties between those two, and what are you thinking, especially if you start the game in one and you end in the game in another, kind of what's going through your head and your responsibilities as far as that goes? Uh, for my responsibilities, I, I just have to get in a certain mindset. Like, if I'm starting at this spot, I need a full series or else I – Right. It's hard to change my head from this set of plays to a different 
position. So is there ever situations kind of where you might go out starting guard? Uh, have you ever encountered that injury, anything like that, where you wind up in a different spot on the line in game? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just came down to I've just memorized as much as I can. So now if they need me, left tackle, right tackle, left guard, right guard, and even First center. do whatever they need. Gotcha. I'm going to go with a couple of more fun type questions. Do you find yourself um, more nervous home or on the road? That's for both of you. Probably at home because I'm, the people in the stands, I know them. So it's kind of like you're around your peers. You don't want to mess up and go to school the next day and have everyone know. Right, right. Charlie Jeff? Just like what he said, I mean, just the people in the stands, you don't want to let them down. And like I mean, they come out, they pay, they want to, they want to come and watch and see what the see what their hometown team has, and you just you don't want to let them down. What's your uh, go-to pump-up music on Friday nights? Uh, probably some rap, some Love Sosa, Chief Keef. All right. Any type of rock, really, like Metallica, Aerosmith. You want some of the heavy stuff? I like it. Basically. All right. All right. Jess, you got anything else? I'm good if you are. Guys, we appreciate it very much. Wish y'all good luck this season. Thank you. Uh, and I know uh, know it's going to be an exciting one for y'all, especially those y'all being uh, seniors. So uh, it's going to be good. Uh, stay with us. 93.7, 98.1 FM. On the other side, we're going to uh, look at some of the other offensive skill players. Piedmont Mountainside Hospital has been a leader of quality medical care in Georgia with the second longest straight A leapfrog rating in the state for 14 consecutive years and consistently ranking in the top five Atlanta hospitals in patient excellence. Piedmont offers a wide range of services and specialties, including imaging, cardiac rehabilitation, and general surgery to meet the acute and long-term needs of the community. In addition, Piedmont Mountainside offers 24-hour emergency and intensive care in Jasper and in LJ. Choose Piedmont Mountainside. Real change lives here. Back now at the Dragons preseason show. I'm Tucker Green alongside Jess Walker. You're listening to Tri-State Communication Sports Network. Now joined by uh, Coach Jordan Shaw, coaches defensive backs, wide receivers. Also got uh, some of the key players for the Dragons, quarterback Sam Stryker, uh, Miguel Salto running back. You got uh, Marcus Pike receiver, Isaiah Williams tied in. Uh, Some of the big playmakers for the Dragon offense. Coach, want to start with you, your history of the program, uh, former player, uh, pretty standout player. I don't want to give you the big head or anything, but uh, you you, uh, you did okay in your time uh, and now back uh, coaching for the Dragons. Uh, what does this program mean to you? What is it like going from a former player coming back coaching the Dragons? Uh, I think it means a lot. Uh, it just gives you a chance to, one, give back to the to the athletes. Um, being somewhere in your hometown, it means a little bit more. Um, it's exciting to be on the other side of it. And uh, with this being – uh, my third or fourth year here, um, we are uh, excited to uh, get it going the second year with Coach Myers. Yeah. We don't know each other very well, so I need as much info as I can get on these questions. Okay. Um, what is uh, – I know you skipped it there, I believe. Your time at Shorter. What is uh, some takeaways that you can give to aspiring uh, players at the next level and how to get there and then once you do get there, uh, how to handle that? Um, I think it just comes down to preparation, the hard work, and uh, letting them know the that the time that they're putting in and how much they got to invest uh, on the field, off the field, in the weight room, in the classroom. All those things go together, not only in high school at the next level, 
Um, so just giving them a chance to give them that feedback and any questions they might have, it's always good to have. So with us, we mentioned already, we've got Sam Stryker, quarterback, Miguel Salto, running back, Marcus Pikes, wide receiver, and Isaiah Williams, H-back, tight end. Uh, we picked you guys as a group specifically, uh, all juniors who've all had playing time at this level already. How do you see yourselves as a group, uh, both goals this year and before your career is over, things you would like to accomplish as a group? Um, I definitely think uh, us four have definitely like played a lot of football together um, through seventh grade to now. Uh, I think our chemistry is really good, and I think – uh, through the next years, we can accomplish a lot, uh, win a lot of games, and uh, uh, definitely just win. Oh, yeah, Sam said we've been playing together since seventh grade, so I think that definitely helps us a lot with chemistry on the field. And, you know, it brings us together on the, on, on the field because we're, we're all close to each other, and we've known each other for a long time, so it definitely helps us with us being close and hopefully – will be very successful. Uh, yeah, we've been playing football together since uh, seventh grade, so obviously we've got good on-field chemistry, and we're all pretty close off the field too, so that helps a lot. And uh, really we just want to try to win as much as we can, try to make a playoff run, win some playoff games. Yeah, I mean, kind of the same as these guys said. We've won a lot of games together, and uh, – since seventh grade and we're all kind of close and we have a lot of chemistry so I think we can win a lot of games um, our next two years. So y'all brought up y'all been together since seventh grade won a lot of games since then with the region reclassifying you are now back with a lot of those schools that you guys have faced in the past won a championship as eighth graders how does uh, what kind of confidence does that instill with you being uh, back in a group that you've already had success against? Uh, definitely brings a lot of confidence uh, playing similar faces that Similar teams, been playing since seventh grade, like you said, and uh, I think we have a good chance in this new region we're in, and um, I think it's really good for us. Uh, yeah, seeing seeing people that we've we've played against, you know, a lot of familiar faces, you know, people that we know from other from other counties. It helps it helps us because we've we've played them in the past. We've had a lot of a lot of success. So hopefully we can keep doing that in these two years. Yeah, this new region, we know almost every team we're playing, so I think it'll be fun to get out and compete against those teams and those guys that we've been playing against since middle school. Yeah, I mean, we've been playing these guys forever, and in this new region I think we can have a lot of success. Yeah, you've already shown it uh, maybe a couple years in the past, but I know you'll be looking to repeat, uh, replicate that success in the next two years against these fellas. So I want to I want to do a little less uh, serious questions for y'all. What uh, what pregame rituals do you have, if if any? Uh, I really just get uh, taped up before the games and put in my AirPods and listen to my music. What kind of music? What do you listen to? Mostly rap, but a lot of everything. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, if I'm not getting wrapped because of an injury, I'm usually just hanging out. Uh, put some put some AirPods in. And I'm just jamming out, listening to some music. Yeah, usually we're in the locker room. Some, somebody's usually playing music on the speaker, so everybody's just kind of hanging out, making sure you've got everything ready, ready to go for the game. Yeah, kind of the same as what Mark said. We're all just in there listening to music, or we have our AirPods in, or whatever. We're getting taped. 
pretty much the same for a lot of us. All right, every, every team always has a cut-up. You know, the dancer, the do something crazy in the locker room. Who, who is that on this team? Uh, I'd say Gabe, uh, Caleb. Gabe Neal and Caleb G- Nicholson. Yeah, Gabe Neal, Caleb Nicholson. Definitely, definitely the big ones. Yeah. I, I got you. They're the big cut-ups. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that for the most part. Gabe's usually usually the one that starts, and then everybody just just follows. Yeah, there's not really much to add to that. Gabe's usually dancing all over the place, and Caleb's yelling about something usually. So <laughs> something's always going on. Yeah, definitely Gabe and Caleb. Uh, Gabe's always dancing. I've got one more for you. I don't mean to single, single you out in the group, but you took over for your brother here. Who's going to finish as the better dragon? Uh... I'm hoping I am. Uh, I think I will. And um, hoping to beat his records and definitely carry a legacy of our name. I hope Good he's answer. listening to that. He's, he's, he's noted that at the home. He's, he's going to hold you to it. You've got to back it up now. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we appreciate it. Uh, Jordan, anything you want to add about these players specifically, maybe some of the work you do with them? Um, no, I'm just excited. Uh, these, these four have been uh, working hard all summer, um, starting school. Uh, we're just excited uh, the closer we get to game time. Uh, just the preparation keeps going, getting more and more ready. So we're excited to start the, start the year. Coach, players, we appreciate it. Wish you all good luck this season. I know everybody's excited uh, to get it underway. Just uh, just over a week, we'll be at uh, Sonora to kick off the season. So wish you all good luck uh, all year long. Stay with us on 93.7, 98.1 FM. On the other side, we're going to have the head dragon, Grant Myers. Others may say they're local, but there's only one locally owned and operated bank in this area. That's Community Bank of Pickens County. They still offer the same in-person service they've been offering for more than 20 years. But for those that prefer, they're up to date with online banking products that you can use from your computer or phone. They offer personal customer service like we all remember, while also offering modern banking technology. Community Bank of Pickens County says, Go Dragons! Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Dragon Preseason Show, brought to you by Tri-State Communication Sports Network uh, in downtown Jasper. We've had a fun night uh, here, Jess. Uh, been good with the crowd interaction, a lot of fans here, had uh, a lot of good players and coaches, but now excited to finally talk to the head Dragon himself. Uh, head coach Grant Myers is with us now on air, and uh, glad to have Coach Myers in his second season as head coach. Um, Coach, tell us just a little about uh, the program overall, maybe some things you learned from year one, takeaways, and how it's uh, impacted you going into this season. Well, you know, going into year one, everything is you're operating in hypothetics as far as we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're, you know, here's how we're going to handle this. Well, after going through things a year, you have the chance to sit back, reflect, and assess, okay, we handled this situation a certain way. We're going to do it this way year two. We handled this situation that way. We did a great job with that. We're not going to mess that up. So really, just like anything, uh, you know, whether it be job, family, being a parent, as you do it and you you become more comfortable with it, it just becomes something that is, I'm not going to say second nature, but you can rely back on experiences that you've had in the past to handle situations. Absolutely. So, unfortunately, about all the, the experience we got in year one, I believe White County is the only team we saw last year that we will see again this year. Uh, Gilmer would have been, right? but uh, unfortunately, as we've already mentioned, missed that one. And uh, the new region, new classification has been a theme. Uh, what are 
some thoughts you have about that, how you can compete, and maybe some of the matchups of uh, similar talent level that are going to be very key that we win. You know, um, not to skip ahead or go behind or anything, but I'm really excited about our non-region schedule. Uh, one of the reasons I'm excited about it, I know that we're going to play four teams that are all well-coached. We're going to be competitive in all of those games. You know, playing Sonoraville just over there on the other side of the West End in Gordon County, following that up with North Murray, you know, a good program that's on the rise up in the northern part of the state. We'll uh, rekindle the rivalry with Fannin going up to Blue Ridge. I know that our fans and our community will be excited about that. And then finish up with Christian Heritage, who, you know, is a strong single-A team uh, that's done very well in recent history. So I'm, I'm really excited about those. But to now come and answer your question, I'm excited about this region because I know that it means a lot to our community. It means a lot to our players, and it means a lot to our fans to play against teams that they've played against, whether it be youth football, whether it be junior high, whether it be sub-varsity other sports so I think we're going to have great crowds great atmospheres and great rivalries because of that in the coming year yeah that's exactly how I felt about it when we finally got this move back to the mountain region if you will not just Mm -hmm. for football but for all the other sports those are the names the fans parents families are used to seeing and uh, I mean for instance you talk about a Ridgeland's average Joe around here may not even know where that is right um and so now you're from Dawson, Lumpkin, Gilmer. Everybody knows who these schools are. We're getting to see Fannin again. So it, it, it is great to have that element back. No, I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, I'm excited about, and you touched on it, the, the fact of the travel, you know, an away game instead of just parents and, and your close fans. It's something that we can now drum up to try and pack out the student body when we go to Dawson and it's just 25 minutes away. You know, we go to Lumpkin and we're under an hour, whereas any of our away games in the past for our region, you're looking at an hour, hour 15 plus every trip, and it's hard to get the student body behind that, whereas now these are, again, communities and teams that we are accustomed to playing, so we should be there to support our guys. And this is more of Tucker's wheelhouse. I know that was an issue with the state legislature over the offseason trying to push a bill uh, almost – to get action out of GHSA to cut down on some of that. You can talk a little more at length about how things like that go, uh, but I know that was an issue statewide. Yeah, ab- absolutely. The, the high school sports was a big topic in the legislature in Georgia this year and, and continues to be, but a lot of that was, was kind of the legislature flexing their muscle to GHSA and trying to get – them in these uh, realignments because of some of those long distance trips that people are experiencing honestly probably doesn't impact uh high school football as much friday night's a little more reasonable but Mm -hmm. when you're talking about uh you know sports that play weeknights um, Mm -hmm. you know and you're traveling two three hours to go to a a game that's that's pretty unreasonable for some of these teams no i agree completely It, it it's it's not good for high school athletics to ask kids to go play a tuesday night basketball game two and a half hours away where they got to get out of school and they, they're missing, you know, an hour plus of instruction and then they get back in the middle of the night the next morning and we expect them to get up and go be, you know, a student athlete. That, that That's not good for our students. So as far as how that pertains to Pickens, well, now we're looking at the furthest trip that we will take this year is, you know, in any sport would be to White County and that's the same trip that these kids are used to taking for junior high, basketball, baseball, whatever. So I think that, um, again, coming to this region, it's going to be very good for our student-athletes, not just football, but for our entire athletic department. Talk to us a little 
twofold. One, what, what are your some of your your short term goals? I guess for this season specifically, what, what are your goals for this team? And then beyond that as well, what what's the long term goals for for the overarching program as, as you kind of leading the program in general here in Pickens County? What do you want to see long term uh, be the success? Well, I'll just be totally transparent here, guys. Uh, you know, we're we have a very competitive schedule. You know, we've got quality teams in our region and in our non-region, but I also know that there's not a team that we will face this year that just getting off the bus, everything's got to bounce our way for us to be able to beat them, and we've got to do everything right and they got to do everything wrong the way that, you know, in our previous region was kind of the case. So I feel like we can be competitive and have a chance to win every single game on the schedule. And so if that's the case – why, why are we shooting for anything less than a 10-0 regular season schedule? If we're able to do that, that positions us well to host a playoff game and then, you know, for the second time in school history, win a playoff game and see what we can do moving forward. We're capable of that, but it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take a little bit of luck in terms of staying healthy. We can't have any of the wrong injuries for that to happen. We've got to do a good job coaching. We can't peak early, you know, and on September 2nd when we play Fannin, we're as good as we are on – November 11th when we play Wesleyan like that we've got to do a good job coaching and getting better as the season goes on and we've got to do a good job of making sure that we manage the roster and the locker room where kids are still excited about football as much in late October early November as they are right now on August the 10th um, so I'm very excited about this schedule I'm, I'm excited because every game we're going to have to play well because we can get beat but at the same time we can beat every team. It's fully capable. I, I feel comfortable saying that. Um, and so that's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to really bring our A game every week. Um, and as far as long-term goals here, I would like to, you know, build this program into the premier football program in North Georgia, the way that if you look at it uh, of recent success, the way up in the northeast corner of the state that Raven's been able to have some success. I would like to do that over towards the western part of the state that we're in here. Um, and I think that we're capable of it as far as we have good administration, we have great facilities, we have good community support, and we have a good run of talent coming through for the next several years. Um, I would like to see us build it and just into a consistent program that the community, the students, the faculty, the administration, and all of, just all of Jasper is proud of when they see the kids go out there on Friday nights. Well, and I think uh, I think that's that's key. And you hit all the uh, the points of you you have here in Pickens all the recipes for success. It's just putting it together and, right. and seeing that come to fruition. Uh, might seem like a small detail, but maybe you want to address to the fans. I know we talked about uh, a few weeks ago. You'll, fans will notice this schedule, six games on the road, only four games at home. There was some logistical reasoning behind that as to why that is the case this season. So the reason that that ended up being the case was because we pretty much had to secure, you know, to re renew the rivalry with Fan, and the only way that we could do that is to go on the road year one, which would mean that we would not get the five and five home and away split that you shoot for. We'd be four and six home as far as four at home, six on the road. But I felt like we could somewhat counterbalance that and offset it by having our spring scrimmage against Dalton at home and then our fall scrimmage on Friday against Rockmart at home. So that still gives the fans plenty of opportunity to come out and support the guys. And uh, being fully transparent here, I've told our team this, guys, if you want more home games, go and secure a home playoff seat. 
Like if you want exactly to continue right. to play in front of your your peers, your family, your community, if you want to continue to play at Dragon Stadium, put yourself in a position to host a playoff game. That's exactly right. I think that's what we're all uh, ready to see. The last I can recall was um, I don't know the year that played MLK. Uh, Jordan Shaw's older brother, Kobe, was scored. But that is last host I can remember, which would have been early 2000s. So I think we're looking at close to 20 years unless something is uh, skipping my mind there. So it's definitely something we'd all love to have back here. No, um, you know, you you look. The last year that they host was 2018 when Coach Parker had the you know oh my 10 gosh. and 0 yeah my bad record, uh, and uh, was able to you know get the first playoff win in school history. Right. And so, the the that's sort of been the standard here at Pickens. So we should strive it as we do anything. We should strive to better that. If that's what the standard has been, let's let's try and do better. Let's try and exceed the best that has been done and take the next step. And then after that step's been taken, take another. You know, that's not just in football. That's in whatever we're trying to achieve here. Just showing his age with that MLK yeah. playoff yeah. game back that's, there. That's it? right. That's right. <laughs> well, I, Shaw and Stephen Hunter days. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, I think it might be good maybe you, you in maybe with, with uh, what your message would be out there to, to Dragon Nation, to the fans this year, um, you know, however, whatever you might would want to say, say to them uh, looking forward to this season. I think you guys are going to get a product that you're very excited to see. We're going to be physical on both sides of the football. We're going to do a good job running the ball. We're going to be explosive in the pass game and defense. We're going to swarm and try and hit people when we get to the ball. Um, I will say that this team is a little bit more of a reflection of the coaching staff than it was in year one as far as this is much more an image of what my vision for the program kind of looked like. Um, And I'm excited about the buy-in from the players, the coaches, administration, uh, other sports have been extremely supportive. So, with that being the case, I would like to see Dragon Nation come out and support these guys because they've put in a lot of time, effort, and energy into the product that we're going to try and get out there on the field. There'll be a lot of exciting Friday nights in store. And for all those that can't come out in person, know they can turn on uh, the radio or Internet and we'll have coverage on Tri-Sport Communication Sports Network all season long. We're looking forward to it. We know uh, you're excited, your team's excited, we're excited. And uh, we really just appreciate y'all taking part in this preseason show and, and uh, having a fun evening uh, for us. And uh, I know y'all got a scrimmage uh, Friday. Good luck with that. But the real work begins on the 19th uh, in Sonorville. So. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you guys putting this on. This has been a great event. Uh, our players really appreciate it. And I know our fans will as well. So thank you guys uh, for it's that. It's been incredible. It's been awesome. Thank you, Coach, y'all. we appreciate it. Stay with us. We'll be right back on 93.7 and 98.1 FM. Feed all the hungry people in your family at Culver's of Jasper. Their signature butter burgers are fresh, never frozen, and the frozen custard is the perfect treat. Culver's of Jasper is locally owned and operated by local people who care about our community. Their passion for fresh food is as strong as their love for the community. They're proud of where they're located and how their local roots have made them who they are. Get fresh food now at Culver's of Jasper, just in front of Walmart. Welcome back to the Dragon Football pregame show. We appreciate y'all being with us all night long. It's really been a fun night. I know Jess and I have enjoyed it. I think the players and coaches have enjoyed being able to give their insight to Dragon Nation, and uh, I hope the fans have enjoyed learning a little more about them and this team, what to expect. Uh, a lot of people to thank to put this on. We want to, of course, thank our host, Old Mule House, here in downtown Jasper for hosting us, being very gracious out on the patio. Jess and I, of course, have to thank 
our team behind the scenes, Will Cooper and Asa Jones, without them, you would not hear us, see us, know anything was going on. So uh, appreciate them and all they do for the show. Um, and I uh, want to thank uh, the Pickens uh, football team for their willingness to participate. I, like I said, I think it was good for uh, – for their program and to kind of uh, oh, was, unveil themselves yeah. to, to the to the fans. It was an incre- incredible uh, opportunity for us, for the team, everyone to promote the broadcast, uh, promote the team. And My high school days aren't that far removed, um, but to say something would have happened like this, even 10, 15 years ago, uh, you wouldn't, you know, it would be crazy to folks to, to as far as we've come in such right. a short amount of time. Uh, I appreciate reiterate all his thanks appreciate everyone who is involved in getting this done also want to thank and recognize our sponsors up to this point we have community bank of pickens county piedmont mountainside hospital uh, as well as culvers of jasper helping put this show on the road all year long and bring you uh, live coverage of dragon football Uh, we hope you'll stay tuned all season long this year we're excited about some expansions that the station has provided to you Uh, the viewers we're going to be doing a, a weekly uh, Dragon show with coaches and players of a preview uh, before the game every week. And, of course, we're going to have extended coverage uh, on Friday nights, home and away, all season long, starting on August 19th at uh, Sonorville High School. Hope you'll tune in for that game. We'll have a pregame show before kickoff at 7 p.m. Again, we'll have, we're your go-to for Dragon football coverage on 93.7 and 98.1 FM. And we look forward to spending Friday nights with you all fall along. I'm Tucker Green alongside Jess Walker. And we appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you on the 19th uh, covering Dragon football.